Your favourite stressed and depressed friends are back. <laughs> I'm Dan. And I'm MK. And this is Boys Cry 2. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to Boys Cry 2. Um, hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode. Um, it was a bit of getting to know us, a bit of a laugh. A bit of stupidity. Bit of stupidity, but yeah, nonetheless, hope you enjoyed it because I did. Um, certain areas, um, Dan, what we're we making, uh, thought I'd unleash the, the recipe for our favorite beverage, the DiCaprio. Um, so as I mentioned on last episode, uh, limoncello, champagne, champagne's leftover from last episode, by the way. We're not rich, ironic idiots. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then we haven't got any soda water, so we're gonna cut it with some some what, mate? What you got there? Some lemon zero sugar <laughs> vibe. Basically, some <laughs> Fanta lemon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So there we go. Top that up, and we're good. There you go, mate. Thank you very much. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Episode two. Episode two. Although we have forgot the ice. Oh yeah, it's warm. It's soup. Yeah. It's broth. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon broth. Lemon broth. Just imagine. Just imagine it's cold. Mm, so cold. We'll show you um, how to make it properly next week. I mean, that was pretty good demonstration, to be honest. Without the ice, which is pretty fundamental oh yeah i mean it's delicious it's delicious but yeah to take it to the next level uh ice on a slice you get a slice on there mm. got a bit of got a bit of confidence in me now mate and i've got a bit of uh of roger now down my uh gregory after one sip so yeah yeah i mean i didn't need the sip to be honest you haven't fed me all day so that's enough <laughs> <laughs> he's being serious uh, yeah i know i am um, so sorry if you can hear my stomach. Um, sorry. Some yeah. of us are trying to fast. Some of us don't eat six meals a day. Maybe. Um, steroids. I'm not on steroids. He's on steroids. Um, but, I mean, if anyone thinks that way, then... I mean, it's a, it's a backhanded compliment, I guess. Um, but, yeah. Something I've always wanted to ask you, mate. Go on. How big is your day? Oh, bigger than your steroid, boy. Your day's better than, bigger than mine. <laughs> Um, the D. Um, I don't know, mate. How big's your D? How big's my D? You never seen it. All the years that we lived together, all of the, all of the situations we've been been through. You never seen it. Never seen it, mate. Never seen it. Yeah. Never looked into it. You never looked into it. But to be honest with you, the D gets you into some terrible situations sometimes. Some pretty dark holes. Dark holes. You know, it puts you in a corner. Mm, no, it does. Um, I mean, do many people? Know about your day? No, well, I don't like to take it lying down, to be honest. Oh, it's the best way. The best way. Uh, but we, we aren't talking about the day you're thinking about. Get your mind out the gutter. You sick. <laughs> <laughs> we are indeed on about uh, depression. Yeah, the big day today. The big day. Um, so depression, yeah. It's something that both myself and MK... Uh, deal with on a daily basis um i mean i've been 
diagnosed clinically depressed for the past four months, three months. Um, so this is current. Yeah, but it, you know, it's always something that I know has always been there on the, in the you know, undercurrent since probably my early teens. Um, but yeah, only now, after being pushed by my partner Amelia to, to you know, seek help, I guess, for the way that I was feeling for the longest time. And yeah, now I've got a certificate. Got a certificate makes it official, doesn't it, mate? Yeah, they didn't actually give me a certificate. Is it not? They do for ADHD things, like that. Oh, they do. Yeah, you get a certificate. The f- do they want you to do with that? And a badge. <laughs> and a lollipop. Here you lollipop. go. <laughs> Some like, love arts with ADHD wrote on them. <laughs> but yeah, depression, it's a bit of a shitter. And keeping it on topic, I felt like absolute shit this week. Mm. Um, you know, obviously watching episode one back, seeing how I looked. Um, now, over the years, like, I've suffered with my body changing, like gaining weight, losing weight, being in shape, well, moderate shape. Um, You're in good shape. You're in good, Nick. Back in the day. I know I always vividly remember that picture of you standing on Miami Beach. Yeah, Miami Beach. Looking ripped out his mind. Yeah. I saw that footage last week and it got me a bit of a downer. I didn't like the way I looked in the wide shot. Um, Yeah, put me on a downer. And it's something I struggle with, you know, because um, I don't I don't enjoy the gym. I don't like dieting, and a lot of people can say that, you know. But yeah, it's getting me down, so I've made the pattern myself. So I'm gonna go back to fasting, you know. Gonna enjoy one last tech away, and then get back on the fasting, because you know, as you know. Physical fitness is very important mm. to mental health. And I wish I had that hyper-focus where people with ADHD and things of that nature really gravitate towards working at and going to the gym. I wish I had that, and I hope I can get that. Um, so, yeah, mate, I've not, not been the best, to be honest. No, that's, it's, yeah, it's good that you recognise that, you know, you you know that you've been in a bit of an episode, but, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you now. We'll, you know, let's go for a workout. Let's go for a workout. I mean, we haven't, something we used to do regularly, you know, when we were living together, we used to work out, Jesus, five days a week. Do you remember when we used to do the Hercules workout yeah. and the, the Rocks, rocks workout? <laughs> yeah. Now for the, I mean, for the longest time, I, I carried that on, you know, not really knowing what I was doing. Um, it's only recently that I've changed that up. It's the fun, you know, fundamentals of what you should be doing. I guess we were doing with our weight training and yeah, it's one of those things. And if it works, it works. But yeah, we used to go five days a week, every single night. Um, see, there's nothing stopping us, bro. Maybe it's that kind of, yeah, that community, that bond that you need when you are there rather than being there alone. Um, having that, person behind you to spur you on um almost be that yeah you, you know you spot at your bro just to be there and push you on um so what's your now we're talking about depression what's your first memory of depression 
The time when you could think back and think, yeah, I was super sad. Um, it's it's difficult for me. Um, I feel like I've only recently started to recognize when I'm in an episode. Um, and you know, coincidentally, the last two weeks for me have been one of those. Um, you know, more often than not, my symptoms manifest in. You know, it's not been emotionally sad. You know, there are extremes when it does get pushed to that. Um, but for me, it's more so being physically sad. You know, my body's sad. Um, even if I'm sleeping 10 hours, a, a, in, you know, in the night, I'll wake up like I haven't slept. Um, I'll All I can think about all day is just napping. And, you know, I could probably sleep the full day away. Um, my body starts to give up. You know, I'll lose my hair, you know. It's a good, it, it's a telltale sign. No, 100% like, you know, my I guess it's a symptom as I've got older is that my hair has rapidly started to fall out. Um, you know, I'm getting my dad's hairline now. Um, Welcome to the ball club, brother. <laughs> but that, seriously, if there's a company out there it wants to sponsor this show. <laughs> For it to get us a hair tried. Sort these barnets out, will ya? Sort them out. We'd look like eggheads, man. Yeah, What's that film called? Eggheads. Uh, I mean, I sent you the picture, didn't I, when I was away working last time and someone had... Didn't did, did a drone pick it up? Um, no, I think so. I was just knelt down um, and someone was shooting above. Because, I'm, you know, I'm six foot tall. Not many people look down on me. So it's not something I need to worry about. But yeah, I caught myself um, lacking. Someone had shot the top of my head as I was. Then you realised that oh, you were turning nice. into Hulk Hogan. Mate, it was harrowing. That night I sent you the picture. The first time I cut my hair off, that's when I noticed. Um, I cut it really short and I saw the widow's peak. And I was like, oh, And then it just didn't grow back the same. Mm. Yeah, I've got long hair now. But you saw last week, the hairline's dog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a sponsorship that would be um, welcomed to get these barnets in order. Um, Please. Because that adds to the depression as well. You know, your image yeah. is so important. It's a vicious cycle. You know, it's a vicious cycle. It, you know, something makes you feel about yourself. You start to spiral. Um, and on that note, so... Something obviously you know is that I used to take drugs for money. You know, experimental drugs. Used to get oh, paid yeah. for it. You know, yeah, I didn't go down a f-ing alley and someone used to give me a tenner to snort their cocaine. Heroin, <laughs> please, boss. Um. So yeah. Um. A while ago. Um. You know, money financially things were on hard times. I was kind of you know, looking to every and any avenue to make some money. Um, so, yeah, I used to take drugs for money. Um, Is you talking um, scientific yeah, so clinical a, trials? Clinical trial, exactly. That's the that's the phrase. Um, and, yeah, so I did it a few times. And, you know, recently I looked into it again. Um, you can't do that no more. Just for some spare cash. You can't do that no more. You're crazy, though. And yeah, so yeah, they'd looked into my medical records as as they should, um, obviously to see whether you were fit and proper for the trials. And yeah, I got a call one day saying that 
I'm banned. I'm banned from doing any more clinical trials because of my clinical depression. So, yeah. That's negative. It was negative. What are we going to do? Book holiday with work? Just make some more money? Yeah, just, you know, it's 100% that, you know, get some time off work, make some money on the side, put it away for a rainy day, but no. Do you remember when you dragged me across to one of them? I really needed the money and you um, introduced me to these things. You dragged me along. You know, I was going to get four grand, a summer like that. Oh, no, you'd, you'd get paid handsomely for it. You'd it do. was a big payer, and I needed the money as well at that point. Um, and then <laughs> I was lying there you know, watching a DVD. You know, and um, they said, oh, you got to leave. Why? Oh, because the first two people on the list, well, the last two people to join might get kicked off. What was the reason? Safety numbers in it. If if no one turns up, then you fill their spot. But no one knows that they're like a reserve. So yeah, you got sent home with travel expenses in your pocket. Honestly, I got paid 80 quid. You did. But yeah, banned anyway, mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so I won't be doing that again. You know, I, I, uh, oh, you're well, depressed. What are they worried about? Oh, what, are you, what are you depressed about? Um, oh, I haven't got a lot of money. Um, but... I want to do this because I need money. It's going to make me feel good, you know. It's going to get me out of a little bit of a hole. Nah. No, you're depressed. Not you. You can't mm-hmm. make money. Mm-hmm. Get out of my yeah. um, surgery. You're not welcome. Surgery, is it? <laughs> well, at least the kind of risk that my children are going to have three heads is significantly lower now, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, yeah, banned. Couldn't believe it. Rubbing salt in the wounds. Because that was very close to when I'd got diagnosed. It was like, yeah, the next week I got a call. Uh, yeah, banned. Piece of You ever take medication for depression? For my de- no. Um, Did nothing you in it? It was something that I was against. Pers- you know, personally, just trying to... Because, you know, it's new to me. I don't know. I don't know what these medications do. I don't know what any of these avenues are. I'm still navigating it. Um... And I think the way that I kind of work anyway is that I'll always try and find my own way through something, you know, find my own path. I guess I'm stubborn like that. Um, So, yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to manage things on my own. And I think the first important step is recognizing when you're in it. Um, And a lot of the times when I do recognize, I do two things. Um, The first thing is that I tell myself that today is going to be different out loud in the mirror just out to the universe i've heard that helps today's going to be different and you know for a split second it feels like it is um and i I recommend it i recommend it and the second thing i'll do is um i lock myself away in my office and put spotify on and just listen to my favorite tunes with karaoke mode on I'll just belt them out. Get the serotonin machine going. Um, and yeah, instantly make me feel better. I feel like that could be a class. You know, if you started that mm. as like a therapy class, <laughs> it'd be like, um, uh, mindful it's karaoke. Yeah, no, it's different. I mean, they'd listen as well because I'm, I'm the karaoke king. I love karaoke, bro. Sorry. Do you yeah. just refer to yourself yeah, as the karaoke king? king. 
Did I ever tell you the story about when I did karaoke with an actual astronaut? What? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, I sang uh, David Bowie's Space Oddity on the nose with an actual astronaut. Where did you meet this astronaut, man? <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was like a work event and we were doing this project um of like astronauts looking down on space and seeing like the effects of like climate what change etc <laughs> what? what job was this <laughs> my job now it was just a project we were working on and um we'd like showed the film to like com- you know events and stuff um and yeah after one of the events we went to a karaoke bar and sang space tunes with an astronaut <laughs> You spent time on the ISS. Wow. Yeah. The ISS. Yeah. Karaoke King, mate. What was his opinion on aliens? Huh. <laughs> you sexist pig. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of songs do you listen to at the minute? Uh, I listen to a lot of like throwbacks from my teens, you know, old you me at six. You were a metalhead, though. Everything. He's screaming in your office. I do that sometimes. <laughs> no! No, but surprisingly, it's, you know, more... Most of you, you know you can sing along with Old Yumi at Six, uh, Bankle Blocks, Pale Waves, and like most of the world at the moment, uh, Taylor Swift. What? Yeah. Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. You drop all that metal. Mate, Swifty Man is running wild at the moment. She's yeah. taking over the planet. Well, yeah, she is. She's got a presence in this room right now. She's what? Got a presence in this room right now. What do you mean? It's my friend. It's my friendship place. That. F- off. Yeah. Right. Show the camera that. Uh-huh. I'll show yours. I don't know which one's going to pick it up better. Okay. Do you know what yeah. it says? Do you know what it says? Sorry. It says karma. Karma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because karma's my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Karma is a relaxing thought. Aren't you envious that for you it's not? Sweet like honey. Karma is a cat. Purring in my lap because he loves me. Flexing like a goddamn acrobat. You know, me and Karma vibe like that. I regret ever doing this podcast. <laughs> Don't like my bracelet, mate. Why? Uh, okay, so there's a story behind it. So at the moment, Taylor's doing this like it's like the biggest tour ever in history. Um, Sold out arenas. Oh yeah, like football stadiums, stadiums. It's it's insane. Um, so she's doing the tour at the moment, and what the fans do when they're at the tour is that they make a lot of friendship bracelets, um, like hundreds and they just give it to randoms when they're there so the fans are collecting trinkets from other fans um which are you know customized to whatever they make who came up with that concept um i think it's a lyric in one of her songs it's like make the friendship bracelets and people just um latched onto that i could be wrong that's my interpretation um and yeah it's just been massive that's a cool concept yeah so we've got tickets to go next year who um, has? 
Me and Amelia. Mm-hmm. It was almost impossible to get tickets. I can imagine. Almost impossible. I'm not going to say how much we spent. I was going to say, you'd die. You would die. Go on, give me the figure. I've, all I need to say is we're going hospitality. So you... Mm-hmm. Go on, talk me about uh, your events going to go then. Um, I don't want to sound like a prick because it's not like a normal, like, you know, we get a private entrance, dinner, snacks, drinks, after party. I mean, I'm hoping you're there, Taylor. Please. You'd think so. Budget. There's a bracelet on the line. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's we're, we're dead excited. Can't wait. I don't know. Like, like, laughing aside, I think that's a really cool um, connection with fans. Community. It's, you know, it's the connection between the fans yeah. that's that's incredible. And, you know, having that sense of community with anything is, it's so good. It is. So good. And, you know, obviously you've got people just wanting to tear people down, tear fan bases, communities down for stuff that they're doing between themselves. Um yeah, like I laughed. Yeah, you know, you f-ing piece of. Who's <laughs> <piece of laughs> this? I still have a free ticket, Taylor. <laughs> Please change my mind. You know, I'll come. I'll experience it. You know, that's a cool concept. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So I mean, talk to me about about ways that you that you deal with your depression. Mm. Because, I mean, every, everyone's is different, you know, and, and for people who are, you know, able to recognise that they're in an episode. So, like, take me through an episode. You know, how, how does it affect you, but then how do you deal with that? Um, It kind of goes back to what I was talking about at the beginning, you know, issues with white is, with um, issues of image. Um, My big thing is eating. And I feel like a lot of people could relate to that. Um, but for example, if I'm down, depressed, my brain, like, okay, depression aside, but if my brain is starved of dopamine, mm. the first thing it will go to, especially at work, because my job is working by myself, um, the first thing I'll do is look for food sugary food you know because so, my brain needs that dopamine so when I'm depressed I'll go straight for food no matter how committed I am to fasting to the gym you know I'll go for food and that's the big advice I've got at the minute um, is committing to a diet in the wild the things that we do to get that dopamine hit like the things that our mind will come up with to fill that void. Yeah. Um, oh, we were having a conversation yesterday about it, and some of the some of the depraved that you that you do to just experience that momentary high. You know, some people turn to drugs, some people drink. A sugar's um, a drug. Yeah, what you? But like we were talking yesterday. You know, it's not like there's an addiction to that substance. It's the addiction to the feeling that that thing gives you. But like studies have said, it could be argued that sugar is a substance, and that's why, you know, it's in everything, because they, especially more where 
healthcare is paid for and they need us to be sick, you know, for revenue, they're going to give us sugar. It's an addictive substance, you know, and if you've got a weak mind like me and you go to that, yeah, man. I get, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I feel like going slightly up topic there. QAnon. <laughs> but, no, it's, you know, talking about the feeling. QAnon. Rather than the, you know, the motivation behind peddling those things, you know. So you eat because you get that serotonin rush. Yeah. Like we were talking yesterday about things that we'll do, which instantly comes with shame after when you've realized, or when you've had that hit and it wears off and you're like, hmm. It's like, you know, another thing that is common and we will do is just, you know, sneaking off for a, for a wank, you know, just to get, just to come to feel that momentary high and you're like, <sighs> why did I do that? What was the point in that? Pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on this post, you know, post come clarity, but then there's that crash that you get when you're in a hole and it's just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 but no, but no, talk to me about how how you get out of the you know the episodes that you're in. What do you kind of turn to to get yourself out? Well, you know me, and you'll get to know that my first love is professional wrestling. It's wrestling. It always has been. It's my escape, and you know I don't think there's anything like it. You know, you want to talk about, um, you know fandom and groups that come together like pro wrestling's very interesting like that it's got a certain fan base um so yeah i always turn to pro wrestling and i always watch wrestling whenever i need to calm down i have to watch it before i go to bed mm. when i wake up in the morning i have to watch it it's a very it's borderline autistic the way i am with wrestling it is um but yeah that's that's my outlet. So you need to watch. You need to be consuming this piece of media to, you know. And when I was wrestling myself, my hyper focus to get in shape was for that purpose. So that makes me think. You had a reason. I had a reason. But if my brain checks out and I don't have a reason, you lose interest. Yeah. It's not, there's no hyper focus there. Do you think that being starved of performing is it okay to call it performing? I don't know whether is that the right terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Performing. Being in the ring. Yeah. Is being in the ring, not being in the ring. Sorry. Do you think that has an effect on your mood now? Yeah, I miss it. You know, because I feel performing in front of a live crowd is addictive. Very addictive. Mm. I think once you experience that. On a somewhat high level, you know, I wrestled in America, Japan, in like one of the world's most famous arenas, um, in front of thousands of people. It's kind of addictive. Mm. And I feel like I, I, I do miss that. Um, and that that is a drug in itself. It's that high off the crowd, you know. Um, you know, when you were doing all this performing, did the teacher have to speak into a mic? Why? Am I not speaking to the mic? Dead far away from me. Am I? That's fine. Split forward, mate. Sorry, guys. We're learning. It's episode two. We're learning. Don't it, me. 
That's all. I'll move it around. But no, carry on, carry on, carry on. There we go. One, two. Is this all on? It's a Triple H reference. People will get that. I do miss the adrenaline rush of a live crowd. Um, you know, there's a part of me that would like to do it again one day. You know, my kids have gone to school now. Um, I'd like to think that I could squeeze into a schedule, but we don't know. Mate, I need a purpose to get in shape. And that might seem like a cop out and laziness. Well, not at all. You know, it's motivation. Yeah. It's motivation. And, you know, whilst you would benefit from the effects of, you know, keeping healthy, busy, you know, keeping your body busy, you just don't have that motivation for it, and that's fine. That's but fine. do you know what I have considered, which is a big fear of mine now, is like when I hit 30, I was convinced I was going to have a heart attack. I was like, oh, I need to look after my health now. Like, what you put in your body, it's pretty important. Your body is a temple, my dude. The body is a temple, my dude. It is. It is. And what you eat is what you become. It's why I look like a chicken tender. Chicken tender. KFC. I would have said more of a 12-ounce rump. Wood. Some prime black country beef. <laughs> what food are you? What food are you? At the minute, um, probably a Morrison's donut. No, that's unfair. More like a a drumstick, you know, than lollies. Wow. Yeah. Is that because my red face on camera? <laughs> no, it's 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 moldable. It's a canvas. You know, you can like like you mentioned, you know, you were in a certain shape. You've you've already committed so much time to this in the past. There's no saying that you can't do it again. Mm. You know, you muscle memory's still gonna be there. Yeah. Um but yeah, we'll go, man. We'll go for a workout. First one in seven years. Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll go tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, we're gonna go for a workout. We will. Let's get back on this train. You hopefully you'll see the progression through this podcast because yeah, last week I felt like shit. I still feel like shit, but you know this is why we're here. We're here to help each other move forward and use this as a platform, you know, just to be um, better within ourselves. Yeah, that's it, really. But also to to make you guys know that that's okay as well. You know, for you to feel like it's okay to open up, to talk about anything with, you know, people, your loved ones, people who are closest to you, um, you know, and even if you don't have anyone, like like I've said before, reach out. We're here. We're always going to be at the end of, at, you know, the end of any correspondent that you want to put out there. Um, yeah, I implore you, please. If you don't have anyone... You've got us. It's important to be transparent with each other mm-hmm. and talk. Talk to your pals, man. Right, man. Is there anything you want to be transparent with me about? Um, so, have you seen what the um, what the media are doing with Russell Brand? Oh, God. On that note, remember, boys cry too. <laughs> <laughs>